Welcome to the BC Podcast, featuring a weekly message from Believer's Church in Warren, Ohio. For more information, visit www.believers.cc. I love this series, and we're going to have a blast today, because how you live this life, even as a Christian, will impact your forever. In heaven, you're going to have a purpose, and, and you're going to have mansions, and the size will be determined by how you live this life, and it's just amazing. You'll have rewards, and you'll have treasures, and we'll get into that in lessons to come, but today, here's what we're going to deal with. Today, we're going to talk about what you will have in heaven just because you accepted Jesus. It's what you can't work for. It's your inheritance, and it's absolutely amazing. I titled it Eternal Paradise, and we are going to have a blast, uh, and I will do my best to help you understand what heaven's going to be like. You know, we're going to have to go there to see it. I remember trying to explain to my kids what Disney was like, and when they got there, they just looked at me and said, Dad, you did a really bad job explaining Disney. It's kind of like how heaven is. It's, it's, it, you can't even imagine how awesome it's going to be. And I love this quote. Uh, this quote goes like this. The awful importance of this life is that it determines eternity. And William Barclay was an awesome guy, uh, had awesome reference books that he created. I love reading after him. He's in heaven now, but this life does impact the next. So uh, we, we found out last week, if you make a decision for Jesus, that impacts your address, and if you accept Christ, we're going to talk about the address you're going to today. So here's my big idea. This is what I want you to walk out understanding more clearly than ever, and it goes like this. Heaven is a paradise filled with God and all that is good, and I like that. We want to talk about paradise, God, and, and good, because that's all in heaven. So when Gina and I were married in 1983, we started Believers in August of 83. We were married in November of 83, and we were dirt poor. So we, we didn't know what to do for a honeymoon. And someone in the church said, hey, I have a condo. It's not Daytona Beach, but it's near there. And we said, we'll take it. And so they blessed us with us. That was my first time to Florida. Can we all agree Florida's beautiful? And I had been to California a few times. But when the church had its 10th anniversary, um, the church surprised us because it was our 10th anniversary for wedding or marriage, and it was the churches. They surprised us, and they bought us this gift to St. Thomas Island. Here's St. Thomas Island. And that's the first time I came in contact with, to me, that was like paradise. Because Florida's beautiful, but this is 75 all year round with no humidity. And this is the very hotel we were at. It had five five-star hotels. And we, we were given meal tickets. We had four meal tickets a day, and I didn't want to waste one. So that's when I began eating the fourth meal. Really, really a bad time in my life, right? And, and it just got me in a bad habit. But I thought, I told Gina, we can't waste this. And I love to snorkel. So I've snorkeled all over Florida and, and uh, different places we've been to. But when I got into those waters, so cl crystal clear, but then the reef had colors that I'd never seen up this way. And then the sea life was spectacular. It was absolutely am amazing with this quarter mile beach. And I stayed in there for hours and... I was amazed, but when you compare heaven to St. Thomas or whatever your paradise is, what's your paradise? Maybe it's a lake. Maybe it's the mountains. Maybe it's right at a river. Maybe it's the snow and skiing. I don't know what your paradise is, but heaven's going to be way more awesome. So let's just talk about this truth. Heaven is a paradise. And you may not know this about heaven, but uh, the earth was made as a mirror image of heaven. So God literally made the earth as a mirror image of heaven. So really, if you want to understand heaven, it's kind of like earth without the curse because the earth has a curse on it from sin. 
And so the earth is dying, and that's why we have hurricanes, and that's why we have, you know, wildfires, and that's why we have earthquakes, and the earth is dying, and that's just what's happening. But think about heaven. It's like earth, but perfect. The insects, if they, I don't even think, I, I'd be shocked if God allows insects in heaven, right? I don't, I don't mind spiders and things, but nothing, nothing else, right? But, but uh, they wouldn't bite if they were there. It's going to be absolutely incredible. So I want to share some truths with you about the par- paradise side of heaven in a moment. We're going to have a blast when we do it. But I want to share two statements with you first, just to give you perspective. Here's the first one. If you are a Christian, earth is as close to hell as you'll ever come. I heard a preacher make this statement in the next one, and I didn't even have to write him down. I'll never forget this as long as I live. Guys, if you're a Christian, this is as close to hell as you ever come. And you might say, but it's like a paradise down here. Well, yeah, it is, but there's also suffering here, right? And, and, and there's pain, and there's separation, and there's financial struggles, and there's relationship breakups, right? I mean, there's all kind of garbage down here. Heaven doesn't have any of that. This is as close to hell as you'll ever come. And if you're a Christian, you should be smiling right now. This, this is as bad as it's going to get? Yeah, this is as bad as it gets. But listen to this statement. If you are a non-Christian, earth is as close to heaven as you'll ever come. And that's sad, isn't it? This is the only and best paradise you will know. And if you weren't with us last week, I encourage you, you can watch that for free at believers.cc or on our Believers Church app. Um, the place you don't want to go is the other address, and all you have to do to miss it is accept Christ, and, and you miss it. It's, it's an absolutely awesome blessing that God gives us, right? So you and I want to know this is as bad as it gets, and everything ahead of us is awesome. So I want to talk about the paradise side of heaven, and here's, here's an incredible statement. Heaven has rivers, lakes, and trees. Isn't that awesome? Um, just like I think every tree on earth will be in heaven. But uh, we see the throne room when it comes down and hovers above the earth. And listen to what the Bible says, Revelations 22.1. And he pointed out to me a river of pure water of life, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and the Lamb. This comes right out of the throne. It's, it's waters of life. I mean, think about that. Down here we have Aquafina. Up there it will be Aquagata. It's going to be absolutely Absolutely amazing, right? That's an old man corny joke. Sorry. I, I can't pass it up. I do it in every service. Okay. So just think, think, of, think of the water. It's going to be absolutely incredible. But listen to the next verse. Coursing down the center of the main street on each side of the river grew trees of life, bearing 12 crops of fruit with a fresh crop each month. The leaves were used for medicine to heal the nations. It's amazing. Now, these are just specific trees, but all over heaven there's going to be trees, just like we have here. No insects killing them. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Trees that are probably, you know, 5,000 feet high. They never die. They're just full of life. It's going to be absolutely incredible, as wide as you can imagine. You can have a mansion inside a tree if you want. It's going to be absolutely spectacular, and all that is going to be in heaven. So I want to make sure you know that, but you know what else is going to be in heaven? Heaven has animals, and that's going to be absolutely really cool. I'm convinced every animal on earth will be in heaven, and I just want to read this to you. This is an incredible verse, Isaiah 11:6. It's not going to come up on the screen. Uh, the wolf will lie with the lamb, and the leopard will, with the goat, and the lion will lay down with the calf. That's Isaiah 11:6. This is referring to when Jesus returns to the earth. He'll rule on the earth with us. We'll help him for a thousand years, and then 
God will bring heaven down to earth and he'll make a new earth. It's going to be absolutely incredible. But you know what God does? He takes the wild out of wild animals. So that's pretty cool, which means I already told Gina, in our mansion, we're going to have some tigers and some lions and some bears, but they're going to be nice, man. Uh, I want to wrestle a bear, but he won't bite me, right? It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun. Heaven is going to be flooded with animals. So imagine every animal that you can see down here, and they are spectacular, but God will have animals up there that you and I have never ever seen. So I want to make sure you understand, in heaven you're not floating on a cloud with wings and playing a harp. I mean, if that's heaven, I, I don't really want to go to hell, but I'd be tempted, right? That's, that is not heaven. Heaven is going to have a purpose. It's going to be just like earth, only perfect and better. It's going to have animals. And I told you last week I would answer this question, will our pets be in heaven? Will your pets be in heaven? Well, listen to Job 12.10. It says this, for the soul of every living thing is in the hand of God and the breath of all mankind. Now, here's what he's saying. We have a spirit. That's the breath. Animals have a living soul. And of course, they'll be in heaven if you want them to be there. You, you won't find a verse that says animals and your pets will be in heaven like your pets will be there. But would it be heaven if you couldn't have your pets with you that you loved? Yeah, they're going to be there. How, how hard is it for God to raise your pet up? If he can raise us up and give us a new body, sure he's going to do that. So you may have some pets. You say, God, I'd rather you not let them sleep. Um, but, but most of your pets are going to want their right. I told you the story about Tiger uh, last week, our, our cat. And man, I, I, hope, I hope Tiger's uh, uh, you know, going to be able to be in all our mansions. And I figured it out. I told, I told my kids and Gina, I said, listen, listen. You know how we clone down here? God's going to clone all our pets, and you can have them in everyone's mansion. They're going to have the same personality. Think about it. Would it be heaven if, if you didn't have those things? I, I mean, you can't prove it's not so, so let's say it's so, right? It's going to be absolutely incredibly awesome when we get to heaven. I had these two dogs growing up, and I had six brothers, no, no sisters, so there were seven boys. And we had a dog named King and a dog named Heidi. They were both half collie, half shepherd. They were big, big dogs. But they both did the same thing. You know what they like to do? They like to chase cars. And if they ever got loose, they'd go in our front yard and try to chase cars. And you know when they chased them, what they tried to do? They tried to bite the tires while the car was moving. And that's how we lost both of them. So I'm looking forward to them being resurrected and whole, right? And, uh, we're going to hang out with Heidi and King. They won't be that dumb in heaven. So, so, so get, get a hold of this. Get a hold of this, guys. Uh, heaven has God, and, and God is awesome. He's so awesome. So I'm a real sci-fi nut. I love sci-fi. One of my favorite series is the Avengers series. So that's where you have, you know, Iron Man, the Hulk, and... Uh, Thor. It's just, it's just these superheroes, right? Listen to me. Listen to me. Your God is so amazing. He's going to be up in heaven. The God of gods. The God that created everything. Your father. He's going to be in heaven. And he's so big and bad that you could take the Hulk if he was real. And you could throw in Thor. And you could throw in the Iron Man. Anybody else you want to throw in? That guy with the arrows. What's he? He's, how did he become a superhero? He shoots a bow. But I don't know. I don't know how, how he did that. Hawkeye, I think. So uh, he did that somehow. But God, you could throw Superman and Wonder Woman in there. And with his little pinky, he could just take them all on because he's God. He's amazing. And I think, you know, the reason I like sci-fi and I like things like that, I just think, man, someday we're going to see God and he's going to be 10 times, 10 billion times more awesome than any of them because he's God. And get a hold of this. 
This is John seeing heaven, and it reads in Revelations 4, 2, and instantly I was in the spirit there in heaven and saw, oh, the glory of it, a throne and someone sitting on it. Listen to his description in verse 3. Great burst of light flashed forth from him as from a glittering diamond or from a shiny ruby and a rainbow glowing like an emerald encircled his throne. Now, his frame of reference is what he shared. Now, if one of you went to heaven today and you saw heaven, do you know what you'd say? The throne's just like believers worship when you look up at the, because you got the lights, you have the haze and all that. We're just getting you ready for heaven. That's all that's happened. We're preparing you for when you go to the throne. Of course, the throne's going to be way more awesome. The, it's not going to be haze up there. It's going to be the literal glory of God, but God is awesome. And when you have God, get a hold of this, guys. Heaven is saturated with divine love. I got to thinking about this. Have you ever felt rejected? Have you ever been betrayed? Have you ever felt like, man, no one's affirmed me in a year. <laughs> I've had no affirmation. Maybe mom and dad didn't affirm you, whatever it is. Think about this earth that we live in, and heaven is going to be flooded with the very love of God, and you're never, ever, 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 ever going to feel rejection again. You're never, ever going to feel like somebody doesn't love you because you're going to be just flooded an atmosphere of the love of God. And that's going to make heaven really, really, really special. But get a hold of this. Heaven has indescribable joy and pleasures. Got to read your verse. Psalm 1611 says this, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Now think about it. First of all, how about fullness of joy? I, I tell on myself a lot, and, um, and I just do it to help everybody else feel better about themselves. Um, but there are days when Gina looks at me and says, can you go in another room? Because I have grumpy days. Have you ever had, has anyone ever called you Mr. Rainy Day? My wife's called me Mr. Rainy Day a few times. And you just have, the, you have these bad days. You get grumpy. Um, you're just not full of all the joy you could be full of. But in heaven, you're going to be full of joy all the time. And I want you to think about how incredible the joy of heaven is going to be. But then there's pleasures at the right hand of God. Pleasures forevermore. And I think God gives us a sense of pleasure down here. And he just wants us to know up there it's going to be way, way better than that. And I think one of the things God gives us as an example here uh, would be food. And uh, all of you have a favorite dish, don't you? And you love your favorite dish. I love to cook, and I won't bore you with some of the meals I'm cooking right now, but I'll cook a meal at home. And uh, Gina just waits now, and then she laughs at me, and my kids laugh at me. But when I take the first bite, I always go, mm something like that. And they just begin to laugh. She says, you don't do that when I cook. I go, honey, there's something about those flavors I just put together. It's absolutely amazing. So think of what you like. Think of the pleasures you like. And heaven's going to be like way, 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 way more than that. It's going to be full of pleasures. And I can't even describe to you. Just think of what you like here. Heaven's going to be better. And how about this? Heaven is pure good. You know, heaven will have no evil in it. That's pretty cool, huh? No bad guys in heaven. It's just going to be pure good. And I got to thinking about this. We'll receive supernatural bodies in heaven. 
So again, another sci-fi franchise I love is the X-Men. And my favorite character in the X-Men would be Wolverine. I love Wolverine. And in case you don't know, Wolverine, he's supernatural, right? So um, he, he has these claws. They're made out of a space alloy. But they come out, and uh, when they go back in, his, he heals. He heals immediately. He's been shot in the head. You shoot him in the head, the bullet comes out, and he heals. You can't kill. This guy can't die. And I got to thinking about Wolverine, and he's going to look like worse than a caveman next to your glorified body. You're going to have a body that's absolutely amazing. I want to talk to you a little bit about it, and, and listen to this scripture before I do. Philippians 3.21 says this, when he comes back, he will take these dying bodies of ours and change them into his glorious body, like his own, using the same mighty power that he will use to conquer all else everywhere. Now, I remember when I was a young guy, and uh, when you're young, you think, I'll, I'll never die, and you think, um, I'll never age, and you think, I'll never be... I'll never have a problem with my body. And then you hit 40, and then you hit 50, and now I'm 58. You start to feel a few things, don't we, you guys? You feel a couple things. Advil, sometimes you need Advil and some of those things. And, and you slow down. But I want you to think about this. Think about it. You're going to receive a body that's just like Jesus. When Jesus was raised from the dead and he came back, he could walk through a wall. He could transport from one place to another. I think that's why we like superheroes. It's kind of subconsciously reminding us of what we're really going to be in, in, in when we have our glorified bodies. We can walk on the bottom of the ocean, and the pressure won't bother us. We don't have to breathe. We don't have to eat, but we can eat. No matter what you eat, won't hurt you. It's amazing. We won't have to eat healthy anymore. We can eat the junkiest food in the world because it just won't hurt us. We won't have organs, but God gives you the pleasure of still eating. We're going to start eternity with a big banquet. Think about that. You'll never die. You'll never age. Think about that. Whatever flaws you have in your body here, you will not have there. Scars will be gone. If you can't walk here, you will walk there. You'll run there. You'll be able to fly there. It's going to be absolutely amazing. I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to that. And here's something else. Think about this. Revelation 21, 4, he will wipe away all tears from their eyes and there shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying, nor pain. All that is gone forever. You just will not age. It's going to be an absolutely amazing time. And that's what all of you are going to receive when that day comes. Now, here's something else. Heaven is a family reunion. And I like that. You're going to be reunited with your family, reunited with your family. So think about that. Uh, when we were young, my Uncle Tony Zuko, who's my mom's brother, he had this family reunion for my mom's side. And, and we're hopelessly Italian, which means our family reunions don't have hot dogs and hamburgers. They have lasagna and, and veal cutlets and all that. And so we'd bring all of our stuff, you know, to the party. Uncle Tony had, you know, motorbikes and motorcycles. And then all of our cousins would come, you know, with all, all vowels at the end of their name. And they'd come from everywhere. And we'd have the, I'd get to hang out with all my cousins. And we'd have the most incredible time. And all of you have times when you get together with your family. You know how fun that is. Well, think about this getting together with family members that are already on the other side and being able to hang out with them and see them again. Here's a scripture that's absolutely amazing, and it says this in Ephesians 1.10, 
uh, and this was his purpose, that when the time is ripe, he will gather us all together from everywhere uh, and in heaven and on earth to be with him in, uh, in Christ forever. So I want you to just think about that. We're going to spend forever with our relatives. So this year, 2017, my mom went home. She, she passed in January. My dad passed in August and I'll be able to see them. I'm looking forward to that day. I'll be able to see my brother who died when I was 18, be able to see my grandparents who I prayed with to accept Christ. It's going to be an absolutely incredible time. We're going to have this huge family reunion. And I have people ask me all the time, they, they say to me, um, what, if, what if I had a baby that died or maybe even a miscarriage or something like that? Will I see that baby in heaven? And I always tell people, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Uh, the Bible teaches, and I don't have time to get into this theologically, but uh, there's a, an age of accountability and children before they come to that age, all children, uh, God takes them up to heaven. It's an amazing thing. You know, uh, <clears throat> King David, he had this adulterous affair with Bathsheba. So they had this affair and uh, she gets pregnant and the baby's born, and the baby's really sick, and it's going to die. So David's fasting and praying for days, begging God to have mercy, and then the baby dies. And I think it's amazing what he said after the baby died, because he gets up and, and showers and goes to eat, and, and, and his servant said, aren't you going to keep praying? And here's what he said, 2 Samuel 12, 23. But why should I fast when he is dead? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me. He's not going to come back to the earth. But he said, I'll go to him. So think about this. Think about seeing children like that. And I have people ask me, moms will ask, can I raise my baby? And, and I always say, you know, it's heaven if you want to. If I, for the guys, we don't want to raise them. Let's have them full grown, right? And, uh, uh, but, but I think for a mom, you know, you, I think God will allow you to do whatever you want up there. It's going to be absolutely amazing. It's heaven. And they're there. And they're waiting because heaven's going to be this amazing reunion. So think about heaven. Heaven is a paradise filled with God and all that is good. I want to share one more incredible truth with you. This one really makes me smile. And it goes like this. We will be spiritually flawless in heaven. I didn't know how to write this. What I'm referring to is you'll never be tempted to sin again. You'll never be tempted to do wrong again. You'll never do wrong again. Because when you go to heaven, you're going to receive a new body. You have a sin nature in this body. So aren't we always fighting it? You know, it's like, it's, it's like this big fight, right? I can't do that. I shouldn't have did that. God, I know I did it again. Yeah, I'll probably do it again tomorrow. Thank you that Jesus died for me, right? And so and we have this struggle. In heaven, you're not going to have that struggle. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And on, on top of all that, Heaven will have nobody bad in it. So let me read you a verse. This is Jude one twenty four, and it reads like this. Now all glory to God who is able to keep you from falling away. That's here, but listen to the second half. And will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence. Listen to this. Without a single fault. We'll be faultless. I don't know about you, but to me as a Christian... I don't enjoy the battle. I don't enjoy the battle to try to stay happy. I don't enjoy the battle of saying something with my mouth that I shouldn't have said. I don't enjoy the battle of any struggles that I have, but to know there's coming a day, guys, when we're going to go up there and we're going to be in these glorified bodies and we're going to be spiritually flawless. And we're going to hang out with God forever. We're going to feel that divine love forever. We're going to have just the most incredible time you can ever imagine. And did I say this? 
I want to remind you, I think I said it at the beginning, this is what you get just because you accepted Jesus. Isn't that amazing? You can't work for this. It's not something you can work for. This is your inheritance. This is what you received because you said, Jesus, I believe you're the only way. That is absolutely amazing what God's going to give you. Hey, in Boardman here, can we just tell God thank you real quick? Let's just give him a, a thank you, man. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. It's awesome. And I think it hits every one of us because uh, all of us have lost someone we love. It's so amazing to know we're going to see them. And, and some of you are young. You think your bodies are indestructible, but they get older. And uh, it's nice to know we're getting a new one. And it's nice to know we're going to hang out with God. And I can't wait to drink some aqua gata. I'm going to have a blast with that. Let's go ahead, bow our heads. Let's close our eyes. Borman here. Let's pray. Lord, I did my best to teach the Bible. And I thank you for uh, this incredible truth. And Lord, I know it's like... It's hard to describe without seeing it. But Lord, we thank you for what we have ahead of us. And Lord, as we hear things like this, it just makes us more thankful. And we're in awe of what you've done for us. Thank you for what you've done for us. Lord, I ask, would you open up our eyes further and help us spiritually understand these incredible blessings we received just because we accepted Christ? And Lord, infuse us, energize us to want to bring as many people to heaven as we possibly can. And we thank you, Lord, that our lives will never be the same because we were in church today. Now, heads are still bowed, eyes are closed. Both campuses, guys. Maybe you're here and you say, Pastor Joe, I can't remember a day when I made it real with Jesus. I want to give you that opportunity. Now, listen up. I'm not asking you, did you grow up in a Christian church? I'm not asking you, were you water baptized as a baby or an adult? Um, I'm not asking you to join a religion. You, you could have done all those things and not know Jesus because you have to accept him in your heart. So what I'm asking right now, guys, is can you remember a day when you made it personal, when you accepted him as your Savior? And if you say, I can't, but I'm ready, would you pray with me right now? Can we help them? Everybody, everyone here, can we help them? Boardman, help them. And just say this after me. And we're in this attitude of prayer. Say, Lord God, I realize I need a Savior. And this day, I give my heart to Jesus. Jesus, I believe you're the only way to heaven. I receive you as my Savior. And I make a decision to follow you today. Amen. Now, heads are bad, eyes are closed. Listen, listen. If you prayed that prayer, a miracle happened. I mean, God washed all your sins away. God gave you the gift of eternal life. Heaven's your future destination. It's pretty cool, pretty cool. But better get a hold of this, get a hold of this. Right now, in heaven, God himself and every being in heaven, they are celebrating. Just like we do when a baby's born down here on this earth. You know, the Bible says we become the children of God by placing faith in Christ Jesus. So all of heaven's going nuts right now. Thank you for listening to the BC Podcast. Follow us at A City Connected on Twitter and Instagram to stay updated, inspired, and encouraged.